Yesterday I spoke about adversity and hardships. I want to highlight a text that we know very well that I think ties into this concept of, of being a problem solver, of handling adversity and hardships. And it says, consider it a shared gift, friends. When tests and challenges come at you from all sides, you know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. That might sound a little bit um, um, outdated to say at least. Let me give it to you in a way that people know. Consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow for when your endurance is fully developed, you'll be perfect and complete, needing nothing. That's another version. But this version, I think, is the one we all know. Consider it pure joy whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith is perseverance. Let perseverance finish its works so that you may be mature and complete. This is the part for this morning's message. Not lacking anything. No lack. Not lacking anything. When your faith is threatened, when you go through adversities and hardships, and your faith is threatened and tested and stretched to, we can say, a breaking point, the result is greater capacity to endure. Another word of this is called uh, steadfastness. God loves faith so much that he will test it. He will test you. He will send adverses and hardships to test you to the breaking point as to keep you pure and strong. Even in 2 Corinthians, Paul talks about it. He says, we felt that we had received the sentence of death, but that was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God. Those words, but that was to show that there was a purpose in what you go through. It was in order for that, that purpose that Paul would not rely on himself, that we would not rely on ourselves and what's around us, but we would rely on God, who said that we will lack nothing if we put our trust firstly in him. God will take away everything else in the world that we might be tempted to rely on, even life itself. His overall aim is that we grow deeper and stronger in our confidence and our courage, that God is all that you need to solve the problems in your life. Even I think Psalm 73, um, verse 25, whom have I in heaven but you? There's nothing on earth that I desire besides you. This, is, this part makes me shout. The, my flesh and my heart may fail. But yeah, yeah, God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. When I say no lack, that means no limits to what God can do and no limits to what you can do. There's so the tone says, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. So if that is the case, 
where are we putting lack on our lives? Because in our life, most failures come from excuses and a lack of perseverance. We come from the lack. We think that closed doors mean no. I spoke about it last week. Closed doors don't always mean no. That means that God might and will have a bigger and better door. But you have to keep moving forward. No lack. When you go through trials and situations in your life, it's for a reason. You cannot be so immersed or focused on the past. You set limitations on yourself. You construct imaginary walls, to say at least, and you confine yourselves. We can get so stuck in this in this conundrum of excuses. We can even make excuses for our excuses. It's time to understand that there's victory that God has in store for us. So Philippians 4, 13, we can do all things through Christ. He can give us supernatural qualifications. But we have to give up our excuses. And we'll find results. Do you remember yesterday I, I, I said the shaping of your life is determined by whose hands you're in. In Jeremiah 1, I think verse 5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you. This is what God does. He forms us. He consecrates us. He, he appoints us. To solve problems, to be different, to stand out, to show that no matter what you go through, it is still joy because in these problems that you solve, you build perseverance and you lack nothing because you have learned how to grow through it. So whatever it may be that, that, that you might be lacking, you have to clear over your life, no lack. When it comes to your finances, you think that you cannot pay things. You say you have to say no lack. I lack nothing. God will provide and cover me in whatever I need. When it comes to love, no lack. When it comes to anything you're going through in life, we lack nothing because we have God, which is everything. So no lack. I lack nothing because God is my everything.